0: listening to comes a time with O'Teal burbridge and mike finoya if you're digging the podcast do these guys a favor and review and subscribe it means a lot be sure to follow the pod on social media youtube and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus and now here's mike and O'Teal.
1: This is why I don't have kids, but I have a dog. (laughs) And my dog did a commercial, Othiel. My dog is doing commercials. Finally, she could buy her own goddamn treats, because they are not cheap, bro. They are not cheap.
2: Wouldn't it be great if she could pay for her own doggy health insurance? Uh,
1: (laughs) We're going to lobby for that.
2: He's like, we're we're about to... We're going to lobby for that.
1: So, a little backstory. I uh, was backstage at the Capitol theater opening for uh, Joe Gatto. It was like the about around new year's Eve last year, get to talking to this uh, like really kind woman backstage. I take my phone out. <clears throat> my daughter, do- Charlie's the, the screensaver. And she goes, Oh my God, I'm a pet agent. Are you uh would you ever want her in commercials or anything? And I'm like, uh, yeah, like absolutely. Even if it doesn't come to anything, like what material, you know? So uh, you know, we got together with her and Charlie passed the test, I guess, you know. So time went by. Nothing happened. I finally get a text from her and she goes, just want to let you know I put Charlie in for a commercial and she's in the front runner. She's like, it's her and one other dog. But don't take it personal because the other dog is like the dog. Super like this cute. is like, yeah, the other dog is like their like moneymaker, you know. <laughs> Charlie gets the gig, dude, Charlie wins. And I'm like, what the, this is insane. Right. So I get the address, I get whatever, you know, we go to this like warehouse in like, uh, like Rockland County, New York. It's like a little hour North of the city and uh big space. Right. And it's got green screens all along the back. It's got like, you know, like crafty is set up in the parking lot. Like it's a whole shoot, yeah, like a whole TV shoot. And, uh, video village where like the director sits in the chair and all the PAs are back here and the room's kind of split in half and there's like a, a a living room set up where the couch is like there and right to the, it's one of those commercials where the guy gets up off the couch and walks immediately into a park, walking the dog, you know, kind of thing. (laughs)
2: Like he goes
1: from living room to like, like, you know, out of the, from in the house to out of the house like that. So there's a couch and whatever. So (laughs) Charlie walk, you know, prances in there and she sits down like meets everybody. She's like doing great. And I'm so nervous. I'm like, because sometimes she'll jump or bark. You don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And she dude, she kills it. So everyone loves her. She's like, oh, my gosh, she's adorable. This and that. Right. They get they take the uh, the the um, stand in right. The stand in for the commercial. The guy, there's two men. It's like a, you know, two older gentlemen. Standin sits down with her they go action she gets up the, the guy gets up takes his dog for a walk charlie's just sitting there like dude to do like super cool and cute and that he walks her and she's like okay gets up her little tails wagon she walks perfect dude nails it and i'm behind the director watching it on a screen and i'm like yeah that's that's my little girl dude like <laughs> And I'm like, go, 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 go. And It was like five steps, four steps, three And I'm like, you got it, you got it, you got it. And she did it and they go cut. And she goes, oh my God, she's so cute. And I'm like, that's my baby, dude. That's my, that's my girl. And uh, they go, okay, that was a good one. Now let's get a couple others for pickups, right? So then they have the actual actor walk in and he takes the leash and he just like, kind of was like, and not aggressive, but he was not gentle. and he was kind of giving it a little too much of a tug and she doesn't respond well to that like she almost kind of is like if i'm walking her and i give her a little tug like that's because i want her to like get out of the street or whatever you know yeah or another dog's coming up the road so he gave her a little bit of a tug and she kind of was like didn't react well and i'm like all right mike just this is not your thing to control like they know what they're doing you know and i'm like now getting like nervous dad so a couple times they tried it doesn't go well the next time she tries to walk off the stage kind of thing and he kind of pulled her a little bit back and i go cut cut (laughs) and they (laughs) dude everybody looks at me right and the the directors like the directors turn around and they go um you can't yell cut like this (laughs) isn't your commercial right so i go i'm sorry i'm sorry but like can I just show him how to walk her? Like I pro- I can like save us all a ton of time and money. Like I just want to give him a quick and he's like, Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And the the <laughs> agent that got me this is kind of just like, Jesus oh, Christ. Boy. Like so <laughs> she's like, what did I get myself into? So I go, dude, listen, here's all you got to do is just like hold it like just guide her, like literally a little flick of the wrist, and she's gonna follow you like to to the moon and back. Like just gentle is what she responds yeah.
2: to. Don't yank on her neck. Don't yank on her <laughs> neck.
1: And I go, and if you do it any harder, I'll be waiting for you in the parking lot. Um, and he goes, All right, all right. So I do it. I like, I like do the whole walk and show him how to turn. Mm-hmm. Like, and the director guy's like, that was great. And I go, Do you want me to just do the commercial? I'm like, would you guys want me to? <laughs> and they had like a PA come over and they're like, Can you just, you know, stand in the back? Like, we got this. And I was like, All right. That's when I knew I kind of had to like, you know. And dude, she did the, she did the commercial. She did about 30 takes. Wow, uh, that's a lot. She killed it, dude. And then they like gave her a break and she like went into her little green room and she like got on the couch, curled up, took a nap until they were ready for her again. Oh, dude, (laughs) it was such a hilarious experience. And I was driving home, I was like, baby I am so proud of you like I was having like talks with her but I realized dude this is a reason why I can't have kids because I would go viral for like fighting an umpire for like calling my kid out if he was safe you know what I'm saying like I was You'd like be
2: that sports dad that I'm worried I'm gonna have to deal with
1: yeah man oh. I would be and only because I love her so much that it would be like put her in why are you not playing her more you know But it would just be me like she doesn't respond to anger, but uh, she
2: doesn't respond to the whistle. (laughs) Stop blowing the whistle that loud in my daughter's
1: (laughs) direction. (laughs) I was so, so over the moon, proud of her. And like I'm telling people like I'm in line at like the pharmacy. I don't know who's in front of me, but I'm like, hey, my dog was just in a commercial. And they're like,
2: what? And I like show them the video and shit. And I'm like, it's such a fun thing to talk about. But uh, I think it's the same. You say you don't have kids, but it might be a little less expensive. But it's a lot the same, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess so. It's a lot the same.
1: It was a lot of fun though, man, and it was so cool to see. Uh, see her, like I don't know. It's 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 amazing. It's really amazing, and she's got another audition coming up soon, and
2: she's got a growing
1: career she's got a better career than I do bro now I'm jealous (laughs) of my wife and my dog so I'm just with I live with two women that are doing better than me
2: you have more gigs than your dog get out of here (laughs) I know I'm kidding but she's coming for you she is good
1: God bless these treats are not these treats are not cheap dude I hope I wish her the best
2: Dude, I I can't imagine what dog stuff costs right now. Every time I go out and buy something, I'm like, what, oh, dude? Dude, I bet dog stuff is through the roof. Well, and it's a trap because they know you're
1: not gonna, oh yeah, they not buy your dog. Like you know, that's why a lot of this shit. I think about it too, man. How much <laughs> of this is just a grift? Like, I don't remember giving my dog like monthly. Flea and tick and heartworm and like and I do give it to. I mean, I I follow yeah. everything the vet says. If the vet told me to boil her water, I would boil her <laughs> water. Like I I would do anything We'd for this just dog. Do it. Yeah. yeah, but it's this thing of like, my dog growing up ate bagels. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my dog would get a bagel like every at least every Saturday. Casey Jones. Leaf. Casey What's Jones doing? would get. Yeah, he ate fifty two bagels.
2: A year, at least. I'm sure dogs have eaten worse.
1: Yeah, he lived to 16. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm giving my dog, like, but I'm also, I think probably that, like, it's one of those things that, like, the quality of the food was probably way better when that dog was alive versus.
2: I have gotten mad when I found out people had given my dog McDonald's cheeseburgers and French fries and stuff, which I have eaten myself you know probably yeah, know. not that long ago even i know I right know. in a pinch but i was like no 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 don't do that to my dog that's that's yep. not uh i mean even just selfishly they'll probably be throwing up on the carpet but it's just not you know that I i'm responsible for that dog dog person or not and that dog needs to be happy and healthy happy and <laughs> healthy. and you're going to be the one cleaning yeah.
1: up its diarrhea later if it eats a yeah, whopper all the know? way
2: around that dog's yeah, got man. my last name on it
1: you know what's funny too dude i got like into a uh it's my stupid vigil low risk vigilantism that i do i uh i i was in the parking lot at a fish concert and there was a dog like eating like trying to eat like yeah. cigarette butts and trying to like, it, the thing, the thing
2: was starving. super hungry, super, hungry, yeah. super
1: hungry. So <clears throat> I forget what we had. Like I, I, it wasn't a paper plate, but I had like taken some, I like fashioned a bowl out of like, maybe it was like a beer box or something. I can't remember, but I was feeding the dog and giving it water, but someone had a plate of pasta like spaghetti and I bought it. And I just put it down and like fed the dog because we had like yeah. Doritos and I'm not going to give a dog Doritos, yeah. but like I went and bought the dog pasta and the, the guy came running back and he's like, what the hell's the matter with you? Like dogs, it can get, it ruin their intestines. And I'm like, okay, well then how about feed your dog? Like, I don't want to feed your dog a plate of spaghetti in a parking lot, but like the dog's eating
2: cigarette, cigarette butts. butts. That's good for his intestines. I don't want to step
1: in. I don't want to step in, but like, I can't walk away from that. And he got like pissed off at me and I'm like, all right, Hey, you got, you know, you can't step in all the time. It's his dog, whatever. And I'm like, sorry, dude. I just care about the dog. Like I just, I see a dog in a parking lot, like leave your dog at home. Eating cigarette butts. Eating cigarette butts. Come on, man. Like what the fuck? Like, come on. So yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe it gets diarrhea from the,
2: it's not going to (laughs) get emphysema now, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I can't imagine what a bunch of fucking cigarette filters would do to your intestines. Like, Oh, God, it's awful. It's on, absolutely dude. awful. Take care of you, your sentient beings, bro. That's
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> you know? Yo, I want to ask you, Oates Teal. I, you know, you're out on tour. I'm watching through Instagram. We're chatting. I'm on the road. Eric sends me a text, and I, I, I just look at it, and it's you in the cavern. dressed like macho man (laughs) holy shit dude I gotta hear about this we haven't talked about this yet
2: that's uh, that's uh, thanks to my buddy Jason Strochak shout out to him Uh, him and his crew I looked up one time at the Denko show and I saw Hulk Hogan macho man like people dressed as them and a couple other characters. I think there might have been a Batman, like I don't remember. There were some other characters in costume. Uh-huh. And um so I waved and so the, it, I'm pretty sure that was them too. And um then I got to know them later and they came to our gig and so they had their crew with a bunch of costumes. And they were like, hey, I think we got a wrestling, we got a macho man in here. You want to try it on? So I tried it on, but you know, it looked absolutely ridiculous, which it should. So I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, and Melvin wasn't feeling good that night. So I was just like, I'll see how I feel. I don't know if tonight's the night because you got to, it's got to feel right if you're going to do something that over the top you know yeah so then it turns out melvin couldn't make the show that night so i was like look i don't want to do it tonight i got a lot on my plate trying to deal with melvin's there but he's in the bus like you know not feeling well and he made the next show the next night show so it was just a a overnight thing but um so the first set i just played in my regular clothes because i wasn't uh I was just trying to deal with how, what tunes are we going to do? How are we going to do this without, it was cute because Jason Crosby was literally running back and forth across the stage playing oh, Melvin's yeah. organ, which is there. Uh, they bookend the stage. So he's on the farthest end that he could be away from Melvin. So he puts the violin down. He runs over there, plays <laughs> organ, runs back over here, sings, plays keyboards. Like it was pretty funny. Wow. But the way that, the caverns is set up it's a cave and so there's only one way in and out there's like no back door or back entrance
1: so So you have
2: to go all the way from the front of the mouth of the cave through the audience to get to the stage well they had set up barricades from the top entrance all the way to the stage and i was like oh that's just like wwe oh yeah right you come out and the barricades go all the way to the ring oh wow and i was like you know what now might be the perfect time melvin's down he can't play i got barricades going all the way we've already done a set killed it everybody's had let's just turn it up a notch and i was like screw it let's do it (laughs) I put the thing on. You know, I'm like high fiving all the way down the barricade. <laughs> you know how Macho Man has his hands up in the air, sure. his arms raised, and he yeah. just turns around. And, it was so funny. <laughs> I even cut a little promo with a, one uh, of those little paper salt and pepper things, mm-hmm. that, little packets that little you get packets. in like plasticware. Yeah, yeah, it was sitting on the floor of the bathroom, and Macho Man used to, did this one little promo with this little plastic cup of coffee creamer and he did this whole thing with it you know and he threw it or whatever you know it's just like ridiculous and awesome <laughs> so i cut this little promo about you know how i was gonna tear the audience open like this little packet of salt and pepper <laughs> and sprinkle them like fairy dust all throughout the galaxy by the time i got through with them <laughs> you know it's like ah. wow no it's so funny man just complete. That was uh, so cool. dude. Colonel Bruce hijinks. What it feel like being up there? Well, like
1: in comparison to the face paint, because we've talked about how that kind of gives you like a, you know, I don't want to say a superpower, but you know, it's a, it's a it different. Yeah,
2: I think it does.
1: How did this feel? Like, were you comfortable? Were you like, like, no, this
2: is the total opposite of that. This really, again, makes you appreciate wrestling. Cause I have often looked at some of these guys costumes. Uh, and they'll, they'll come out with more clothes than they actually wrestle in. Like they'll take sure. Yeah. Some of it yeah. off, but some of these outfits are a real commitment. And the one I was wearing was because it, I wasn't going to take most of it off and then wrestle in it or, mm-hmm. or then play the show. I was going to keep all of it on. And it's like pleather, you know, and dude, it was so disgusting. And I committed. I I had the collar up. I eventually had to turn the collar down because I thought I was gonna pass out.
1: Oh, was that hot, Actually. huh?
2: Oh my god. Oh, I probably that sucks. lost six pounds. <laughs> That's uh, Oh, it was like one of them like split the sweat like oh, suits. Dude, yeah. I'm sure it was like an like, MMA fighter cutting weight. Yeah. Oh, it was no. It was bad. But I committed to it like by the end of the first song, I was like, I don't know if this is doable. And I was like you're doing it <laughs> sweat right through the thing. I bet dude. I went right to the bitter end and I had a smile on and I went up the barricade on the way out in a blaze of glory. It was so <laughs> funny. Dude. So what was funny. it?
1: What was it? That's your first time playing that cavern, right? Dude, that place is
2: great. Yeah. I want to hear and, about it. Um, Jake, who obviously, you know, I introduced, it was, uh, last two of our shows so i was thanking katie our tour manager and jake our sound man so obviously he became jake the snake that night <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> but, um, Why? he had he had told me going into this like you know be prepared for it to suck it's, oh yeah prepared for it to be really boomy it's gonna really help me if you turn the bass down so I'm like dude I've been with Bob Weir I could turn that motherfucker all the way off you, know? yeah, you want me to unplug it yeah exactly yeah. I'll I don't want to and it does suck it sucks but I, I'm used to it you know yeah so after the show I was like, how was it and he was like it was so much better than I thought it was gonna be Oh, when it great. filled up when it filled up with people because like after sound check he was like get ready for a rough one dude oh you know. no way wow But we have combat gigs look if we've we had a combat gig i can't remember which one it was i think it was a tour before uh hamptons i think it was they, they just come sometimes just everything oh yeah easy. the humidity
1: and the pouring rain or whatever and the, I mean, the, it happens that,
2: the sound system's not working something just like that's Dude. what it was in the hamptons it was just like the monitor guys didn't know what they were t- it was just a nightmare You know, skull and roses that time, just like everything defeats you. Right. So I was just like, okay. Once you set your mind to it, then you're like, okay. Yep. Let's do this. Um and I've real there's there's only a few things I can't set my mind to, like playing when it's thirty six degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't quite mastered that one yet. I don't know how you would, man. You need your hands. Uh, some people could do it. Hey, man! Mayor and Bob Weir and Nikki Hart and Jeff Kaminey did it just fine. Yeah, they they showed me how to do it. Yeah, I was not able to do it, and I am trying to set my life up to never have to do it <laughs> you know <laughs> ever yeah, yeah, yeah what are we doing here but yeah. it's doable and they did it man his fingers were as cold as mine man he was hitting those Shred. keyboard solos like wow yeah, yeah wow
3: hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds
1: It's very interesting that you talk about this because I'm thinking about the moments where, you know, I've done some of these theaters where the monitors are like, and when you're doing stand-up, it's dead <laughs> silent in a theater that's that's acoustically like, you know, it's echoey and cavernous to start with, and the monitors are a half second behind, so yeah. everything I'm saying, I'm hearing, and it's throwing me all off, but how amazing yeah. is our brains or whatever that we just adapt and react like we do can I walk adjust. three steps to the left do i hold the mic further away from my face do i talk up like you just start to problem solve and and, and you figure it out just it's suggest. wild to be able to like do that like i remember the, when i did stand up yeah. at at nassau coliseum whoa i mean a hockey Jeez. rink it was yeah. an ice arena and and they had fans on stage that were like waist high and all I hear is like <laughs> and the monitors are like, there's the first time I ever did a room that big. And since then, I thanks to the Jokers, I've done a ton. But like I'm like looking up at like Billy Joel, New Year's 1983, like, you know, like, yeah. fly, like the big, uh, you know, you've done that room. I mean, you know, you, there's like the the Jumbotron thing hanging and
2: it's like, the fuck am I doing here? You know, but and with I'm one to f- voice, too, it's like, how you doing? doing (laughs) it's like oh and you got to kind of go yeah you gotta let it
1: go yeah all the way to the back and all the way back what do you do with your timing your whole timing is like and no one prepares you for that and (laughs) and lisa god bless her is in the front row going like this otl she's going slow
2: down yeah let let it yeah let the slap back happen before you say something else (laughs) it's literally like
1: commanding a current to go like (laughs) to the very last row and then back and that's when like that Steve Martin book Born Stand he's like you know yeah. talk to the last row look at the yeah. last row at the very top and it's like okay and i i think about that all the time that's how i do everything now is like talk to the last row
2: and you I think that's what you get from the old guys too because i'll never forget this concert i saw Montreux Jazz Festival first time i saw Elvin Jones and he was he had three sax players two of them were young and one was old was an older guy I think it okay. was Frank Foster. And you know, the young guys are killing it. And then the old and they both go first. And the old guy steps up. And all I remember was him hitting that first note and he held it and it sailed for the very back
1: yeah. of that
2: auditorium. And I would just I was like, he aimed for the back row. Yep. That's an yep. old school just mindset. I blew my and I that was I made a note to myself. That's how you have to project when you project. Go all the way past the back row.
1: Yeah, go to the exit. Go to the person selling T-shirts in the go to the the lobby. Yeah, go to the moon.
2: Go Go to to the the parking
1: lot. Because what's interesting too is like you do that. Like I would go do like a run of like you know five six nights or whatever with these guys doing these big rooms. And then you get back to New York and you're in like a hundred seat <laughs> set comedy cellar. And I'm talking to the last row, even though the last row is 10 feet from me. Yeah. I'm still talking to that guy, not the first row guy, because I think there's a thing too of like, if you're including everyone behind me as a patron, yeah, like I'm in this, like I'm now in the,
2: You're You're going like
1: this and you're going like, come on, but you're here. So it's like, I don't even need to, dude, you're here. I don't need to talk to you. You know, you're in, you're here. You're in my pocket.
2: Yeah. It's like the martial arts guy. When they punch your head, they're punching behind your head. They're going through (laughs) your head to get what they're actually punching at.
1: You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just walk through it. But it's definitely a thing, you know? And I'm interested that you said that like the cavern, because- well, now have you? I wanted to ask you about this. As a performer, are you at all intrigued by this uh, Las Vegas? sphere? Oh,
2: absolutely! Because all I can think about is Jonathan Singer. You know, he is yeah. such an incredible, visionary digital artist. He can actually—you don't need to take DMT if oh, you no. put on some VR goggles and just let <laughs> just let him go to work yeah. you you'll have a full-on dmt experience so that's my dream is like that place yeah O'Teal and friends at the sphere with jonathan singer yeah at the sphere man let's do this oh my god i can't even imagine there, well there's a couple things that like are, are are very interesting about that
1: place and i've heard a couple people talk about it and it was stuff i didn't even consider but the majority of places that you play that bands play whatever Madison Square Garden right, Giant Stadium, Gillette Stadium, blah blah blah, baseball fields those are sports venues. And as musicians, you have to curate the everything to this sports venue yeah, right. We got people that are making a career of going and playing football stadiums, cavernous open to the Bruce. I go see Bruce Springsteen and he's playing, and it's stacks and stacks. This is a yeah. music venue. This is a venue yeah. that's made for live music, perhaps MMA, perhaps like, you know, whatever, but it's like music first. And you're looking at, and the visual part first. And I'm looking at you two on stage, right? Watch, i like you know i've been dying to see what it looked like and there's no there's no speakers on stage there's no monitors on stage there's no amplification mm. at all on stage they're not wow. plugged into anything know if, that they're all Butil, in ears if you look at these videos they're not plugged into anything wow.
2: right
1: so the place is the speaker the place is the monitors the places no guitar
2: amp- players are ever going to want to play there <laughs> No,
1: right yeah because what do you do yeah how do you adjust yeah because they're so attached to their amps know. you know <laughs> but then all the although all like what's why and maybe it's a little bit of like <clears throat> sleight of hand or smoke and mirror because like this that the screens like if you're in the audience you're not paying attention to the bit ba- you're not i mean literally it's like oz behind the curtain could be doing anything because yeah the the visual aesthetic of it all but like it's so the sound is pristine the vision is pristine the the just the presentation and it really ups the it ups the the game you know but it's like how wild of a thing to have and it made me think like wow you know these like sheds and stuff like that that are like they're the worst they're the worst but you know what it's all we've known so now it's like you get a place like this and it's like Oh shit! This is actually built for optimal music experience performance, like for Especially the performer dome and for thing. the Because
2: some, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were saying, like, if you go to <clears throat> some place in the ancient world that's like has a a dome, yeah, you can stand at opposite sides and whisper at the wall, and if they're directly opposite you, they can hear it clear as a bell so the no dome way. itself provides uh better sound like an echo chamber yeah that's some some kind of thing so i am imagine if they're i would imagine they're taking advantage of that in the sphere especially if they're not having any amplification on stage which i guess with the exception of the drums maybe yeah the drum yeah and i'm like <clears throat> this is
1: so wild to see a Oh, i
2: can't i can't wait to play there can't wait to play there, dude. I know something's gonna bring me in there. I know
1: it. I, and I wonder if it's just imagine if it's like a live comes a time. <laughs> we do a podcast in the sphere and it's just like it's all just Jonathan about it,
2: singers there. <laughs> I'm telling you, man,
1: I got I got to think about I got to think about how people need to, uh, you know, prepare themselves for the sensory overload of it all because if you go in there too fucked up. Are you go well, i would drunk, imagine are you going like
2: even if i was like totally straight there would probably be times depending on how things are edited because if it's moving sit down and like uh action movie editing like even in movie theaters there's patches where i just close my eyes because i'm like to. it's just too much you know so i give myself a break by just like yeah i would shutting it off i, I would probably i would imagine i do that at the sphere I forget what
1: movie it was, but I, one of the more recent things I saw where things were just going too fast, I had to look at the exit sign as almost kind of like a, like to stop my motion sickness. Like, you know, the little exit sign in the movies <laughs> yes. that's to the left of the screen. I was like, all right, that's not moving.
2: Well, so it's, like, it's gone to the next that. level now because video game editing, like what Nigel watches. on the big screen he was watching something on the tv on the big screen and it was actually a tutorial but it moves at the speed of the video game if you're playing Uh, it i could not keep up yeah and i was like i went to jess and i was like his brain moves at speed because he was getting all of it and retaining he's like oh that's how i do that and then he'll show me later dad look what i finally i've been trying to get this be able to do this and look i finally figured it out so he's retaining all of it it's like sucking on a fire hydrant man i I don't know how the hell yeah
1: dude i'm learning adobe right now like just for editing clips and shit and i'm like 44 year old like beat the hell out of my brain brain you know like i
2: couldn't yeah
1: uh, dude i'm watching it like younger like 25 26 year old kid like showing me how to do just it cra- yeah just like yeah, you go, hit this then let no. scan that drag it out and i'm just like "Fucking
2: what wait huh like so how do you have, turn on the I computer have to pause those tutorials like every <laughs> second I they do one thing pause all right let me give it a okay hit it hit pots <laughs> you know, i walk like, in like do you have a pencil sharpener so i can write notes <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is like they're editing movies now that way because kids are used to playing video games and used to watching it at that speed. So when I see it on the big screen, I'm like, that's gonna cause me to have a seizure. I know, Like I have man. to just like come with a pair of dark glasses. Yep, So I'd be yep. like, all right, I need to tap out for this scene or whatever, you That's know. it,
1: that's it. Do you think that this time, cause you know every generation goes like, you know, when I was a kid. Oh yeah. This is definitely the largest like gap from, you, you know what I'm saying? Like Oh, I, absolutely. <clears throat> like my dad you know my they'd go well we had records and i have cds now or whatever right and that technology was like you crazy kids this shit is a whole other world right yeah oh it's i mean i've never i can't believe anything else was this
2: i saw this thing where this guy had he's the the expert he's one of the leading experts on implants Uh so he uses himself as the guinea pig so I believe he said he had somewhere between 11 and 15 implants. He's like, well, I've got this one in my hand and I've got this one in my arm for this. And then this one, he's got them in his ear and he has like implants all over himself. And some if like worked and not work, he had to take it out, do like, you know, and I'm just looking at this guy and some of the shit you could see, like it looks kind of weird. And I'm like, okay, but he's the scientist that's, you know he's not doing it to rats or chips himself yeah he's doing it all to himself but it's like whoa you see like that's the next thing bananas so i'm like are my kids going to be the implant kids or is that where they're drawing the line where they're like console who uses a console like the video games just here in my head yeah, yeah. I'm just like, you like, know, all I like, want for Christmas is like a thumb implant. An <laughs> like, upload, Jesus yeah, or
1: whatever. It's just like, <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Yeah, I don't know, man, but I know that it's exponential. I agree with you that this one is the biggest jump. Yeah. But we know that next one's going to be an exponential jump. So imagine that when yeah, Nigel's going to kids? his. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's bonkers to me.
2: Bonkers.
1: Like, oh, you have to think about what you want. And like, we'll see it. When I was because... a kid, we didn't have to think for, you know, like, it just appeared. You have it's to like... take a
2: test? Why would I have to take a test? <laughs> you need to eat food? You need to memorize something? When I was a kid, we just, you know, thought about food and we were full. You had to
1: eat food? Dude, this shit's nuts. It's going to not... be
2: exciting. And we'll see it. Remember that thing that just I, it came up on my Instagram? And he said, scientists announced that Within 10 years, you'll be able to live and work until you're 120. And you know, I've been talking about 120 for 10 years now. And I'm like, wow, it's here. I will make it. My 120. mom may not. But in the next 10, if I can make it the next 10 years and you can bet your ass I'm planning. I'll make it the next 10 years. Science is telling me I can definitely make it to 120 and work. So. Imagine at 120 years old, I'm about to be 60, what I'm going to see, what you're going to see, that exponential thing, we're going to be here for it twice, buddy. One of the exponential factors is that it happens quicker. (laughs) We may be here for it like three times.
1: By the time we hit 120, they're going to be like, you can live to 280
2: and i'm gonna be and like then, i'm good I'm, yeah I'll pass euthanasia on that will be legal by then and well and
1: also let's hope the world makes it to 120 you know what i mean like it may just be us floating
2: in space like hey we made it <laughs> you know, the earth is gonna we need the planet I th- to. i think the aliens are going to have a bigger impact long before then long so. before then i hope so they already have uh yeah yeah. so i i'm i'm hopeful that we'll be able to interstellar travel like we could check out some other places yeah you guys want to fight down here y'all go ahead i'll be Uh, they just told me i could go to beta something i'm gonna go check it out and see what's popping over there
1: Yeah, when they have a sphere on the moon and you're playing your 100th birthday, I'll be front row, dude.
2: <laughs> uh, we will been back on, we'll be back on Mars by then, I think. Yeah. Also, they're oh, going to yeah. populate. <laughs> amazing.
1: well this was uh this was fun and uh folks we have a lot going on um and we're Ooh. glad you're here for it uh otiel let's just catch up what do you have what's cooking what's in the what's in the works the,
2: spe- the, you know the album's so beautiful? out nothing nothing i have three months off i shouldn't say that i don't think it's well, been announced out. yet but by the time this comes out yeah. it should be announced that we're playing The uh, 29th and 30th at Revolution, is it called Revolution Hall or just Revolution in Fort Lauderdale? Okay. Hometown. Bob Weir is down here playing four nights and including New Year's Eve. So they asked me if I would do a couple. I was like, sure, I'll be back home in my own bed both nights. So I, I feel like it's not really work, although now that I'm talking to everybody, I think we're going to try to do the set that we rehearsed for a bunch, including four hours a day of that Skull and Roses festival where we couldn't play any of it hardly. We got to play about 30 minutes of it. So, yeah, I'm thinking about at least one night giving that because it was great oh my god the segues and the everything that, oh, and we man. ended with palm sunday on palm sunday we won't be able to do that but um yeah i'm thinking about getting that one back you know it's like the Sick. fight that you lost that you get to mm-hmm. go like yeah get that one back and then uh so that's gonna be fun that's the only thing I, uh, for me it's halloween with the kids good it's thanksgiving with the kids good Going to look for pumpkins with the kids, Chris' birthdays, Jess's birthday, then Kavi's birthday, then my mom's birthday, Christmas Eve, which she does down here with us Nice for the first time, and then Christmas. And then, yeah, those two, O'Teal and French so that's all. Like, what you Good. got going, you got everything going. Your special's coming out, bro. Special,
1: yeah. All right, so thank you. November 9th, guys, Don't Let Me Down hits YouTube. And nowadays, it's all about the clicks. <laughs> It's all about the clicks. So if you could subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's just youtube.com at Mike Fenoya. Subscribe and uh, on November 9th, click that thing and share it. And it literally like, it's the algorithm. It's the algorithm has to go, oh, people are interested in this. And then they take that little drip of water in the ocean of content and they go, let's purify this. This seems to be important to people and that's all it is. So if you yep. could click it, it would mean the world to me. <clears throat> that's November 9th. Um I'm on the road a ton. Uh MikeFenoy.com for the dates. Um working on a bunch of really really cool shit. Like I'm telling you, it's like a thing of like opportunities seem to be kind of like coming and I and I'm excited about it. So there's a lot of good stuff in the works. Um and yeah, just Check out some live shows. If you're in Connecticut, New Year's Eve, I'm going to be headlining uh, comics at Mohegan Sun again. Try nice. to re-up because last year I got COVID on the 30th and uh, uh, didn't wasn't able to do the 31st. But uh, See,
2: we're both trying to get some back. <laughs> That's <laughs> that it, we dude. Lost yeah, last time. <laughs> totally,
1: man. A year later, a year later. But I'm going to be in San Francisco. I'm going to be in uh, all over the country throughout November, Cleveland, uh, Houston. You name it, a lot of great shows coming up, and uh, you can find all that. You stuff have a, it.
2: you got a bunch of podcasts that you are doing, have been doing, have oh, coming up, right? Sons,
1: yeah, I'm like on a press tour, basically. It seems like with like trying to. Who, that,
2: who are some of those guys? Tom Papa, I'm going to do Tom oh, Papa's come podcast. On now. Yep, I'm comes doing of like time guests, former yes, of time guests. Yes, that's
1: right. Oh shit, you know who I'm here with? Uh, you know who's in the in the adjacent room to me this weekend here at DC Improv? George Wallace.
2: Oh, sweet. Also former comes a time. Former comes a yes.
1: time. Get one of the first. So I'm going to make one sure I I, I I spend some time with him today. I'm very excited to like, dude, you should get a little
2: iPhone snap, roll. It comes a time content video. Something. hell yeah, dude. Oh, you I've know? got a plan.
1: So, uh, yeah, yeah no, that'll be great. Awesome. That'll be great. But yeah, I've been doing a bunch of them and, uh,
0: my buddy Sal from the
1: Jokers I'm gonna be doing Jim and Sam I'm gonna be doing um the bonfire Bennington I mean it's all and and I'm so grateful to these folks for this is what it is now man it's like yeah you record a special and you excuse me you basically beg (laughs) your famous friends to share it and we all know that this is the name of the game now is like share 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 like put each other up put each other over that's right and wrestling just,
2: baby that's it we it's put each other over we put each that's other over we do man we have and thank to. you people for all your clicks that you have been giving us and sharing because you know it goes so far dumb us we didn't really i thought mike probably knew, but when we switched to like doing reels <laughs> man we just started going like gangbusters before we even got to recording new episodes and yeah. getting with pantheon and so you guys have really helped us our patreon is now in triple digits like yeah, thank you yeah thank you so thank you guys already because it really you really have means been helping comes a time grow and and definitely my personal career and mike's too so
1: yeah it means a lot and it's this thing it of it's reciprocity these days I mean, i think that like you know before and even the word special you put out a comedy special every day. Yeah. If you follow it, I mean, every day there's 10 specials. Yeah. Right. So the word special, it's almost kind of hilarious that we have to use this word special when it's like, yeah, it's special to us. But, but there were days when it was like, there were two, three specials a year. Yeah, man. Billy Crystal had a special. Yeah. You know, like Chris Rock had a special. It was like a Tyson fight, you know? Yeah. After two-
2: they got big. <laughs> after
1: they got big. Right. But now it's this thing of like, look, I know we ask a lot of you, the listener, the fan, the patron, and it's our thing to give as much back and make it worth it. And that's, it's daunting on a, on an old brain where we go kind of like, Oh, you guys are doing this now. Like, this is where you, you know? So like, I I look at this special and it's like hibachi. That's the analogy I've been making. Like you take this hour, the steak that's perfectly cooked and, but you got to slice it and dice it and trim yeah. it and season it and garnish it and give Marinate it to it. where yeah. everybody wants to eat. Okay. It's not yeah. come to my table. It's, let me give you a little bit here. Let me give you a little yeah. bit here. Taste this. I hope you like it. If you like it, it's more over here. Subscribe, yeah. share, rate, review, boop, 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 boop. boop, boop. Yeah. And it's, that's the name of the game nowadays, man. So like legitimately folks, like we, we love you and we appreciate it and please we keep sure it up. Do. Yeah, join Mm -hmm. us over at patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod, the YouTube channel. um, We're going to be leaning heavy on that very, very soon with some really cool shit. So uh,
2: yeah, we got some guests coming up. And and don't forget to get that comes a time merch. Jess was telling me every time I wear that shirt on stage, somebody asks where because she does the Facebook, my Facebook. She Uh says people ask where they can get it. And that's yeah. a good-looking shirt, y'all. That's it. You'll see you it. In my, it. I, I wore it in Rolling Stone when they took a picture of us at Sea Here Now. So, Yeah,
1: it looks good on you, man. It looks good on you. It's a nice, soft shirt. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they can find the merch at uh, our socials and at the links and all of our, our stuff. And uh, or comes Yeah, it, we'll, we'll post all that in the notes. But, uh, yeah, get your merch. It makes a great Christmas present, friends.
2: So. And hanukkah and hanukkah and any other just festival? buy yourself one yeah. you don't need an excuse harvest fest fuck yeah pumpkin Festivus.
1: pumpkin picking it's for P- the rest of us pumpkin fest <laughs> <laughs> love you bud love you too peace everyone
0: Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Fennoya and O'Teal Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Fennoya and O'Teal Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod And get on the bus. If you could do it, if you could go back in life. There was a way
3: to change. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.